G'day and welcome to Partakers and to our series, Aha! Heroes and Heretics Abound. Together we are looking at the story of the Church, from its origins through to the Age of Reasoning in the 18th century. Last time, you may remember, we looked at the Christian origins in Britain. Today we will look at some of the leading figures in the growth of Christianity within Britain. And our first person is Ninian. He was the Bishop of Galloway in southwest Scotland by the end of the 4th century. He is known to have carried out extensive missionary work in South Scotland. Henceforth, there are many churches named after him in that area. He was born about 360, and he is widely regarded as being the first gospel preacher in a part of Britain which was not under Roman rule. Touring widely away from Galloway, Ninian preached at various missions. Much of Celtic Christianity today is thought to have been formed from this man's ministry. Bede refers to Ninian like this. For the southern Picts who dwell on this side of those mountains had, it is said, long before forsaken the errors of idolatry and received the true faith by the preaching of Bishop Ninian a most reverend and holy man of the British nation, who had been regularly instructed at Rome in the faith and mysteries of the truth. And then we come to perhaps the most famous name, Patrick. He was the apostle to England, and he is perhaps the greatest name in Irish history. At the age of 16, Patrick was taken as a slave from West Britain to Ireland for six years. During this time, he found God. Patrick escaped to France and trained in a monastery. Later, Patrick returned to Britain and had a dream calling him to Ireland. Subsequently, Patrick returned to Ireland as a bishop in the year 432. From there, Patrick evangelised the majority of Ireland, founding many churches and monasteries. Perhaps few men have had such an impact on a nation. Many missionaries and mission trips later, Patrick left Ireland to evangelise Britain and Europe. And then in the 6th century, we have Columba. Columba was born in Ireland in 521, and as a young man entered the Moville Monastery, and he was later ordained deacon. Columba left Ireland under dubious circumstances, and he sailed north until he could no longer see Ireland. He landed at the island of Iona in southwest of Scotland and founded the Iona Monastery. It is a great centre of learning and missionary activity. It is known that he evangelised much of northern Scotland. Again referring to Bede, who writes about him like this. Columba came into Britain in the ninth year of the reign of Bridius, who was the son of Malachon, and the powerful king of the Pictus nations, and he converted that nation to the faith of Christ by his preaching and example. Wherefore he also received of them the gift of the aforesaid island, whereon he found a monastery. We get most of our information about Columba from the Vitae Columbae, which was a hagiography, a collection of stories written about him. And then lastly for today, with Iden. He was born in Connaught Island. 
He was educated at Leinster, later going into the monastery of St. David in Wales, where he spent many years studying and researching. Iden later founded a monastery in Wexford and became its bishop. Later responding to a call from the king, Aidan settled on Lindisfarne Island. From here, Aidan engaged in much missionary work and evangelised extensively. Bede relates to him thus, Aidan's holiness of life wins from him a warm tribute of admiration. He was a man of singular gentleness, piety and moderation. He had a zeal of God, but not fully according to knowledge, for he was wont to keep Easter Sunday according to the custom of his country. Bede goes on to describe various miracles said to have been done by Aiden. That's it for this time. Next time in our series AHA, we will look at a new threat coming to Christianity. Thanks for listening. Come back to Partakers, where every day there is something new to encourage your walk as a Christian in the 21st century. See you later.